Take your bandage off. Look. Joel. This is real. I need you to get her to Bill and Frank's. No. They'll take her off your hands. No. They'll handle it from here. No, 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 I can't. They yeah. won't take her. They're they not going to take they her. They will, because you'll convince them. Yes, you will. I, I never ask you for anything, not to feel the way I felt, no. not to you shut the fuck up, because I don't have time. This is your chance. You get her there. You keep her alive. And you set everything right. My name is Chuck. And this week we're back to discuss the second episode of Last of Us titled Infected. Um, Lee's back. How you I'm doing? Back. Well, How are you? Me. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm glad to be back. All I right. mean, it's weird because people are like, oh, must have been nice to be down in West Palm Beach. And I'm like, uh, I was in a convention center 18 hours a day. So I don't know what it's like outside of that. But well, all right. Well, you're still in West Palm Beach. Whatever, you yeah, were down there and it was anything. snowing up here. So yeah, it was snowing it. up yeah. here. It was 78 yeah. down there. So yeah. I guess my walk back to the hotel was brisk. I came home for three days and I went back out to D.C. And yeah, it's crazy. This new job is, is very different, very uh, challenging in, in many ways. But um, it's awesome. You know, I've, I've, gotten, I've gotten to meet uh, lots of really great people. So the uh, executive producer of DreamWorks... Uh, gave our company a major shout out, which we had like nothing to do with the event besides we produced it like in the back. We weren't the ones. It was not our event. It was for another company that hired us. We were just like the people making things happen. And she said, "Hey, hold on, this is unscripted, but like I want to just give this company, you know, Events United, a major shout out because they of the ten years that I've been doing this, they are the most professional." and and like innovative people I've ever worked with and that's that's huge from the DreamWorks producer you know that is pretty big so like that was cool to see you know we've got um not to throw things out there but we got Godsmack recording a a music video down the hall from here um which is kind of cool didn't even know they were still together I neither name name dropping name drop Boop. um what was that in just friends <laughs> name drop <laughs> I'm name dropping Jay Z. If it's not you know parting at Jay Z's, uh, yeah, stop me. <laughs> um, well, that's but awesome. yeah, no, it's it's it is cool. It's actually really that's really, really cool. cool. Um, not going to give anything away on any of those fronts, but the reality is, it's just it's awesome. So although I've missed being with you guys, I've had a pretty fun time for what it was. Learning you new technology didn't miss us. and you were happy down there working with your people in West. Oh, you Long know Beach. what? So listen, I've seen Chuck a few times cuz I've popped home, bumped into him, but it's good to see you, Will. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's literally it's, been like a month for you. Yes. 
Thank I, you. I called thank, you earlier today. I'm just like, hey, man. Much. Like you called you called me in the middle of like the DreamWorks lady. I there. called you because we hadn't spoken in a while, and I was like, hey, man, I miss you. What's going on? Yeah, we don't talk. I'm busy. Bye. And you just hung up. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> That's that. not what happened. No, so, I told you I'm in West Palm Beach, and you're like, what? I'm, I'm like, sorry. The, yeah, the DreamWorks. I'm doing this. Well, yeah, you wouldn't know. We don't talk. I gotta go. Bye. And you just that was it. <laughs> so he does it to you too, huh? Yes. <laughs> well. This is nothing. New. He doesn't. Wait a minute. He does that to you all the time. I thought all it was just time. me. I thought no. it was just me. All these years, I thought it was just me. Well, that no. makes me feel a lot better that you uh-huh. treat all your friends that way. Uh-huh. Anyways, so before so, we even be, get started with this episode, I do want to throw to Lee, and I want to give him plenty of time. You. I want to know what you felt about the pilot. The you pilot. Chuck um, and I he did a great job. It was. It was. Everything fest. we were hoping for. <laughs> so I, I was saying this I, off air. I don't think so this I was podcast th- has had that much love <laughs> in a long time. I said this off air. It was like 75-25. It was 75% of the time Will just like geeking out oh, the yeah. whole time. And the other 25% was me just echoing what he was geeking out. So, I, so he I would go on first- for 12 minutes and I would say something for two or three. <laughs> And then he would go on just geeking out. I'm like, I love this. I, I just sat back and was like, this is fantastic. So this morning on my way down to do the uh, the conference that was happening, I listened to the first like 10, 15 of it. And yeah, you guys are just like just gushing all over it the entire time. And I'm like, okay, all right. And it's funny. And like I've, I've watched the episodes so while I was gone. I'm pretty sure I watched it when I was down in West Palm Beach. And then um, the next episode, I think I watched it yesterday morning or the morning, at, morning before that. And I'm like, okay, accurate, sounds good. And I really love this. So we talked about, you know, how this dynamic was going to go where, uh, Will, you've played the game and it's very fresh. You know, you've played it a few times. Chuck, you've mm-hmm. played it before a while ago and now you're replaying it and yep. I've never played it. So I like that we have this, you know, black, <laughs> black, gray, white scale kind of happening here <laughs> with... with <laughs> Hashtag gray matter <laughs> with with how, you know, how fresh we are with the, you know, the the backstory or not the backstory, but the, um you know, the insider information of having played the game. So it, it's I like that we have this. So I'm going into the show as in this is a show. I know it's based off a game, but I never I never played it. So therefore, right. I'm just going into it like, hmm, comparing comparing this to the things I've seen before, which obviously my first thought is Walking Dead, because when The Walking Dead first released, I was there, like, glued to the TV, ready for the premiere. And I watched the first two seasons, like, religiously. I was obsessed with the show. It was right when I was going through my zombie kick, watching lots of zombie movies, doing zombie marches through Boston, and then people would stop us. And I like, can what attest are you doing this. this for? You yes. talked about <laughs> this for these first two seasons of Walking Dead for a dude, while. Dude, I remember these They were days. so good. Yes. The yeah. first two they seasons were, were, really were good. so good. This and then Darabont though. left, and I was like, "Ugh." Yeah. And it just, it just like then the prison and all that stuff, yeah. and then the governor and the bibbity bibbity bum, yeah, and all that stuff. It, Once it got Darabont weird. left, it, it the, yeah. the show was just not the same. It, yeah. it, it, and so I always describe it as this: the show was less about zombies and more about uh, imagine a world where there's a bunch of crocodiles everywhere. They're slow. They could kill you, but they're slow, and they just kind of are there. 
you know? Uh, but the real enemy is the people around you who are just jerks and want to shoot you in the face. That's what the show became. And I'm like, that's not what I came to watch this for. I wanted much. to see people learning how to survive against, you know, zombies, not gangs of people. If I want to right. watch that, I'd watch West Side Story. You know, like, I don't want to see gangs. Right. And, that, and the show became nothing but that. But here's the, here's the big difference, though, between Walking Dead and this TV show, in my opinion. Walking Dead, there was no end goal. There was nothing they were really... There was a cure at the CDC, remember? <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Right. But this... Get, with, <laughs> we all remember that. Yeah, what I'm saying is they, they, they let you think there was an end goal, but there never really was. What was his name? Do- Dr. Brenner or something like that? Yeah, and it was just like, it was oh. Fi- it was falsified. It was fake. <laughs> it wasn't falsified. It was like there was a hope there, and the guy's like, yeah. He wanted to uh, blow sorry, them all I got, up. I, got I remember nothing. that. He wanted to blow them all up. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, <laughs> this this still has more of this. T- the game still has an ending. You're talking about the game. We're talking about the show. So this, you're, you're, you're this show, before, this show is following the timeline of the game. I though. understand. But here's the thing. And before you Are, before you even go on with that thread, I did this, say this last week. But just in case you or anybody else missed it, I've made a promise to Chuck. I'm making the same promise to you and anybody in our audience. I, while I will make heavy comparisons to the game i'm not going to go beyond the show i've i've yes. already resolved myself to that i will not yes. go beyond the show and that's what we need to do right oh yeah we've already committed to that already both you're of us talking have. about there being an end goal well everything has an end goal at some point survive and find a cure that's the end goal no matter what when it's talking about some type of post-apocalyptic whatever zombies and whatever so don't go beyond that let's remember what we're talking about here. i'm not we I will, know the idea we know the idea beyond. that we get from this is Little girl is somehow immune. Okay, she might be the cure. Sounds very I Am Legend, but let's go from there, which was also a, a remake of what, Last Man on Earth? I Am Legend? Uh, so That was more a vampire movie, though, than it was yeah, zombie. Yeah, it wasn't vampire. Really? Per se? They per were basically se- vampires. They, yeah. they, they lived in the they dark. They couldn't go they couldn't, out in the sun. They couldn't go out in the sun. Yeah. They, they lived in the darkness. You going to call orcs vampires? They, no, let they me were, ask they this question. More... Let me ask this Go question. Go ahead. Do orcs have restaurants? Here we go. How the heck do they know what a menu is? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Oh, my Seriously? God. Seriously? Do they have restaurants? They probably do. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like that was an ad-libbed, like an improvised line, and Peter Jackson's like, keep it in. And then everyone's going like, wait, they have menus? <laughs> sure. Okay. I digress. <sighs> so back to you and your thoughts on the pilot episode. Um, I feel like I watched it in passing. Like, it, nothing stood out. Um, again, let's go back to what I've said so many times. TV shows, um, if they're, like, original or something that's not a carry-on of something that I've seen, if it's not Breaking Bad, uh, Breaking Bad ruined TV for me. Breaking Bad ruined all dramatic TV for me. <laughs> Everything. It's so, beginning to for me. It's like, it's so hard. And, um, like, I'm so I, mad I, at both I, of I you. watched Breaking Bad and I was, and I went back to, I watched The Walking Dead like the week after the last episode of Breaking Bad. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm all set. And I stopped watching, like, just right then and there. A show that I've been watching religiously since day one. I went to, I'm like, 
hey, it might still be good, but after the ending of Breaking Bad, my baby blue, I was like, done. I, I can't, nothing, no, nothing can match up to this. It's over. <laughs> Will's laughing at me because I said I'm mad at both of you. I am equally ex- happy and ecstatic that you both got me into Breaking Bad as much as I am but it's, it ruins frustrated because it ruined everything else for me. <laughs> Which is why tonight in our conversation, we're like, which podcast do we do first, Breaking Bad or this? Listen, I'm like, let's uh, do this first, so that way Breaking uh, Bad doesn't ruin this for me. Listen, so I so, agree with both of you that Breaking Bad can ruin a lot of TV for people. I'm more excited about this because it's a it's a video game adaptation, and they're doing it right. Exactly. They did, I know, childish as it is, Sonic. They did Sonic the Hedgehog right, both yeah, of them. Yes. Both of I, them. I'll agree with this. I'll agree and with this. And I am yeah. so impressed, and I'm I'm cringing at what they might do with the Super Mario movie because the trailer makes it look like they're incorporating so many amazing things from different iterations of Mario <laughs> and I'm like please be okay I will say I'm more, Illumina- Illumination I'm more, I'm more Studios about Resident Evil I know bad movies. nobody t- Tomb we don't Raider ta- we don't was a we bad movie we Max don't talk which about those was a bad movie we which idiot creed was a bad movie what which ideation of Tomb Raider Hit was Man. a bad movie Hitman was a bad movie Hitman was a bad movie which ideation like, of Tomb Raider was a bad movie because they did too uh I didn't see the newish one I didn't see the newish one either I'm talking Wait, about there, the there, one there with, was a movie um, or just a game Angelina Jolie because there was two with her, and then there was another one. Was there actually a movie or just a game? Movie. Are you sure? Movie. We're talking. There was yeah. a there was I, a movie. Mahu Vahi. I'm looking it up right okay. now. I didn't see the new Mahu V. Um. But yeah, Hitman. Why don't they? Why don't they make a movie about Manhunt? Remember Manhunt? I remember Manhunt. Wasn't that the game? Oh, uh, this is the movie. Oh, whatever. It, yeah, Manhunt was an interesting game. matter. They were all <laughs> bad. And I'm just uh, I'm just happy that okay, here's something and I went into it super skeptical and I'm like, "Oh my god, they did it right." They did it so far. I am like so, beyond psyched with how well they're doing this. So here's I'm, I'm not going to get too impressed. much into it, but my understanding is this. Hook people in with the first episode. Make it very much like the game so people buy into it, right? And then, after you've done that, then you can deviate, and you will keep the new fans and maybe keep the old fans. And they did that. We'll get into that. And that's what Walking Dead, too. So, again, Walking Dead was a graphic novel, right? And and they had their adaptation to make the show. So I'm always going to compare this because it's a zombie thing. Based off of another zombie thing, okay. you know, from another medium. Weren't, weren't one of, but when you're talking about Walking Dead, what are the deviations there? Uh, the fact the comic, that Car- the, Carl comic, lived for like five seasons and lost his eye. I mean, everything. There's yeah. so many deviations. Rick loses his arm. There was no brother. You know, there was just was one no of the brother. Hicks brothers. Yeah. Like all yeah of the, the, there's a lot of stuff that deviated. And they did that okay. to throw people off, you know? And I think, so what I recall hearing from your first episode, uh, there was something about a truck, and then there was a plane, and yeah. that deviated from the game. But it, you loved it because it threw you off, and it, it shocked I loved you it for because a moment. It de- also, another thing that greatly deviates from the game is um, Joel's on his mission across the country. You get that, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Here we go. Here we go. The, another thing that deviates from the game is 
He's tasked with getting the girl to Tommy. He's uh. in touch with Tommy, though. He's in touch with Tommy, and him and Tommy are good. In the game, oh, they're in the not. Game. In the game, they are not talking whatsoever. They almost want nothing to do with each other. Here in the show, you get the feeling like they're good because Joel's actively looking for him. So that's a deviation right there. I have no idea where that plot's going to go. Uh, right. But the, here, the thing so is, speaking, though, is when you... to your point about hook, 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 newer fan, I think that will, and I think that's enough to throw a lot of fans of the video game off completely. There are a couple right, of other things that I'm not going to get into, but that's like the big one is like the dynamic right. of Joel and Tommy. So that's right. What they're, ask- what they're doing well though, in this though, is they're deviating enough where it's not taking away from, it's not changing the storyline. I can't stand it's, it's it. It's not MCUing it. Right. They're no. not, they're not taking, no, they're not, they're not taking the original storyline, changing it and then completely shifting everything. When that, in the first episode, when that plane crashed, it caused the same thing to happen with the truck that in the game, when the two trucks yeah. collided, it did the same thing. So right, it, the right. same results still happened. They just used they use it. They change it up just to throw people. Just off. to throw people. Off. Yeah, and it was still, actually. But it still and it was actually. Outcome. I'll be honest. It was actually visually more impressive, more pleasurable than oh, way watching more. a. The, Way more impressive because they they even they even did the they even caught you off guard if you we we didn't talk about this at all but they're actually showing you in the they're showing you from her point of view in the TV show it's the same point of view in the game you're always seeing it from yeah. her point of view and they even had the glimpse out of the side window of the truck giving the giving us gamers the expectation of the no, truck I, I coming. No, I brought that up. I brought that up because right. I talked about how I was watching it with a friend of mine and I said, yeah. "Oh, here it comes, here it comes." And then it didn't happen. It completely psyched me out. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. the plane I crashed and that. then boom. I was really liked that. I think that perfect. was really cool. But anyways, so we'll I have to ask this. this. What okay, is ahead. his character's name? Joel. Joel what? Joel. Joel, Joel Miller. What? Joel Miller is the child that found the marble in the oatmeal in UHF and got to drink from the fire hose. And as soon as I heard you say Joel Miller in the podcast earlier today, I had to look it up, and he goes, Oh, Joel Miller, you found the marble in the oatmeal! And I'm talking Michael Richards, you know, as Stanley Spadowski in UHF, and I laughed so hard that they took the name Joel Miller, this little kid who found a marble in an oatmeal and drank from a fire hose... And they made him this character <laughs> in this video game that people rave about. Blows my this, mind that you remember this these ga- things. Yes. It blows my mind. <laughs> this game got Game of the Year two years who, in a hang row. On. Who else out there is just going to randomly pull a deep cut from UHF? <laughs> Here you go, guys. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jeez. UHF. Oh my, wow. Okay. Dude, I love that movie. Anyways, we'll get into this episode here, which begins with another massive deviation from the game because this entire beginning sequence is not there. Never happens. We begin with a woman, with, huh? It never happens in the game. Never happens. We begin with a woman in Jakarta, which if you go back to the first episode, when they're eating breakfast, there's radio, and it's like, there are problems going on in Jakarta. And it's like, okay, what's, what's, what's happening there? And here you actually find out what's going on. There's a woman. She's sitting down. She's eating some breakfast. And some, uh, some, some militant types come in and find her and pull her out because she's the professor of mycology, and she works with, uh, she works with fungi. 
So they take immediately take her to the lab. They give her a sample of cord- cordyceps to take a look at under a microscope. She does that, and they find out, oh, my God, this came from a body. She goes in, she examines said body, examines the bite, and then starts uh, poking around on her throat, pulls out the cordyceps, pulls out the fungi. It is moving. She freaks out. She bails. And next thing you know, we see her sitting on a couch, and this militant-type figure sits down and asks her, listen, what do we do? Like, <laughs> we, we, we brought you in here. We want you to help us contain this thing. We don't want it to spread. What do we do? And she's like, you do nothing. There's no vaccine. There's no cure. You do nothing. You, bomb. That's all she said. Bomb. bomb. Bomb the city and everybody in it. Now, please, let me go home. I would like to spend time with my ca- my family while she's crying and quivering. And it's... I thought this was fantastic. Yeah. There was... <laughs> I, I, I watch it. I'm going... She is, she is saying, you know, I need to even be a part of this. Oh, yeah. Bomb everything. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Everything. Like, everything. Everything. This is ground zero. Annihilate. And, and, and the whole thing, and the, part of the reason and why. And I'm assuming they didn't. Over it, <laughs> probably not. Not immediately. <laughs> but the whole, and the whole thing is like, this woman was bitten inside of a flour and grain factory, along with several others. They don't know where they are. They don't know who patient zero is. They, they have nothing. So There's that's 14 the, yeah, of them out there. Fourteen. There's, four, there's, 14 there's fourteen of them, of them, out, them there out there unaccounted for. They don't know where they are. I think. I think this guy says that they killed two. They killed this woman and some other nutcases started, you know, going going crazy. So yay, <laughs> we have this. And without hesitating, she just we says, "Bomb the city bomb. and everybody in it." Yep. Mm. Bomb. Yep. I. I. Without. Without. The first time that we see these spores that are in the girl's mouth in this episode to the last time that we see them in this episode. Oh my gosh. These things the are spores <laughs> creep me out. Creeping around on her throat, pulling them out and they're moving. They're alive. That creeped me out. Yeah. But the final scene that shows the same thing is yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> God. This was fantastic. It- it was, it was amazing. It was. I watched. I was like, I, I started watching it, and I was like, "This isn't in the game. Like, what are they doing?" But they they took such an artistic freedom to do this, and they actually were answering questions of, you know, we talk about when there's we're watching things in the foreground of a of a shot, but there's things going on in the background that were like is actually equally as important. Yes. And you're hearing these things in the background on the radio station. Um. They did a good job actually coming back to that and showing us what's happening with what you heard in the first episode. Um, like yeah, you just said, and yeah. I, that right there, it's, it already gives me, you know, hope. it's like, it gives me hope that they're actually doing this the right way. They're not just leaving holes. They're actually filling in the gaps the right way. Um, but yet there's, you're still, I played the game seven years ago. I think it was now or close to it. Um, and there's a lot that I don't remember because I've done so much since then. But I still watch this show going, I know the premise of what's going to happen, but I, I don't know what's going to happen next because they're doing such a good job at keeping us on our feet the whole time. Even though the gamers have already played the game, they're keeping us on our feet the whole time, allowing us to still enjoy the show. Um, I really And like this that. right yeah. now... For me right now, these two episodes are better than the entirety 
of Walking Dead, and they're better than all of the Resident Evil films and any well, other zombie <laughs> film out there so far. That doesn't take a lot to be better than the Resident Evil films. That's true. No, not at all. I would um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna side with Lee here. I would I would pump the brakes on the first couple of seasons of Walking Dead because the first couple of seasons of Walking Dead are spectacular. They are. I'm looking at Walking Dead as a whole. I don't think I. I understand what you mean. We don't mean. look at I, the holes. I, if, if you're looking at it, if you're looking at Walking Dead as a whole, it doesn't take much to be better than Walking Dead. <laughs> but right. if you're looking at like the first two or maybe even three seasons of Walking Dead, they, they were are fantastic. A, they're they're essential viewing. They're, and they're 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 the quintessential like benchmark for what a zombie, you know, apocalyptic should be. This is getting there for me. Yeah, I, I'm not. Herschel's, gonna, I'm not going to put my stamp say, on it yet, though. I will say Herschel's death was pretty. Uh, oh, dude, that was so sad. That was like the yeah. roughest part of that show. When you're like, oh no, 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 the roughest part of the show that was rough. I'm pretty sure it was Glenn, Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyeballs. Um, that Ooh, or when Noah's face got ripped dumpster. off in, in the, uh, the dumpster. we don't talk about the dumpster when Noah got his face ripped off in the revolving doors oh. that was like ah oh, I loved Noah he was great the doctor or what was he a doctor or a nurse off. or something I I jumped off when, when I was, Glenn crawled out of that dumpster. I, I, I was know, like, I'm done. I know. This show I is watched, insulting my intelligence now. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. I Goodbye. watched right up until Glenn got his face bashed in and then I was like, I'm good. Yeah, I think most people did. Um, I checked out originally before that when they were breaking into like the facilities there and slowly sliding knives through people's heads. I'm like, these are the good guys. We're rooting for these guys. Like they're killing people in their sleep by sliding knives into their skulls. I can't root for these guys anymore. I don't care. There's no honor there. Well, there was a huge fall because I mean they even had um. What was the sh- like? You would watch the episode of Walking Dead, and then you would actually have the show after where they discussed the oh, episode. Talking Dead. Talking yeah. Dead. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch that. Which no and other comic t- book yeah. man. Which no other TV show ever really had. Um, at that point, that's not true. That's no, not true. Th- there were more. But... That's not true. Those ridiculous reality TV shows did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Wives of Atlanta, Wives of New York, Wives of LA, all, all the all those uh, basketball wives, music star wives, what whatever. Don't ask me how I know all this because I'm not gonna tell you. But they did the same thing. The the secrets out. He watches them. <laughs> <laughs> not by choice. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so Ellie wakes up. <laughs> that just made my night. <laughs> That's like pleading the fifth. I, I, I don't it's not my me. fault I leave my TV on when I sleep. <laughs> don't ask me how I know. Because you've watched them. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will. Hey, I know every Disney princess and I know every Disney junior TV show because of all three of my kids. So I'm there with you in the same boat. I feel I, I know every Disney song and I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> so take I, I would rather the bathroom. No, you wouldn't. I would rather know the Disney songs. No, would you wouldn't. Know the Disney songs. Yes, I would. <laughs> Those stupid shows are so life draining. Like, like, <laughs> you, you want to do a podcast on them one day as a whole? 
<laughs> you need to stop. <laughs> Why? Why? How can... Can't you just, like, you walk away? Stop. What's the matter this with you? To... Why can't you just no. walk away, Will? <laughs> he just sits there and says, Oh, well. <laughs> I guess hey, we I need, have to watch we need, he's, he's on the verge of a meltdown. We need to shift. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my Not fault. Not to get too personal, but I lay there unable to move. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Do I need to get more specific? No. no. Moving on. No, no. So Ellie wakes up with a couple of guns pointed at her. <laughs> Ellie wakes up with a couple of guns pointed at her. I, I take it... I take it that uh, Joel and Tess did not sleep at all that night. They were probably just up the entire time watching her, waiting for her to turn. Yeah, that's 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 my interpretation of this. It's, it's I I will say that when they open up the scene too, and you're seeing the bird's eye view of Ellie on the ground, just curled up, sleeping there. The shot mm-hmm. of that was actually like it brought me back. There are so many scenes in this show that brings me back to the game. That shot, even yeah. though it, even though it's not a direct shot from the game, it still immediately brought me back in. I thought it was visually amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as simplistic her, as it was, it was the, with the jeans and the, the the red color hoodie and everything. Just like, yeah, laying there curled up like that. You're absolutely right. I'm gonna I be saw honest. Ellie in the game. I was right there. Yeah, so did I. Like Bella Ramsey's growing on me. I'll be honest. Yeah. She's she's doing a really good job with this character. To I'm, your I'm point too. To I don't know if you know this, Lee. You don't know this, Lee. But a lot. He said I didn't. I didn't realize it till last week. But a lot of people are having a hard time with her using the language that she uses in this TV show. What a lot of people don't realize is <laughs> replay. I forgot, but replaying the game. She uses all this language in the game too. She's like, just as vulgar in the game. It's just I don't as want vulgar them to change in the game. A thing. I know. I just have a problem with with having child actors forced to speak this way, and that's my She's own not personal a child. Thing. Your daughter's an actor, Chuck. She's an actor. Mm-hmm. And how would you feel about her acting like this at her age? I mean, at her age, she's what, fifteen? I don't know. Your, your daughter? How old's your daughter? Well, my daughter's fifteen. Yeah. Would you feel comfortable? Bella with Ramsey's her, with, not with, fifteen. With, how old is she? I think she's like 19. Okay, but she's playing a 14-year-old. She's not 15. She's playing a 14-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Chuck, how would you feel about your 15-year-old daughter using this language in a TV show? That's, uh, it'd be like, it'd be like, that's like asking me, how would I feel about a friend of mine playing in 13 hours when it's full of language because of the setting that they're in? I can understand it. If you're actually portraying something that actually was going on and you're portraying that and you want to give it the credence that it was, to me that's different than simply just using the language for the sake of using the language. Um, there, was a, there was a movie with Ryan Phillippe called Way of the Gun. And the first five minutes was they tried to use the F word as much as possible simply for the sake of using the F word as much as possible. Mm-hmm. That I'm not a fan of. No. This... The only reason why I'm, for lack of better words, okay with it is because they're trying to stay true to the game. So, and because they're staying true to the game, I can res- I may not fully like it, but I respect it because it actually gives the show the the 
it gives the show a, a better feel. To, they're not deviating from the character in the game. And I appreciate and to that. Your point, so, I'll, I'll let you go in a second, Lee. And to your point, Chuck, what you just said, there are people out there who are having a hard time with her language. I promise you, I promise Lee, I promise anybody else listening to my voice, if Bella Ramsey did not play this character this way, there would be quadruple the amount of people complaining. Absolutely. She's 20. Okay. There you She's go. She's 20, but she looks 14. So that's why <laughs> she was cast for it. So good for her. But the point is... Playing a fourteen-year-old, so what she reminds she reminds me of Eddie Furlong. That's that's what I see when I watch this. I think I think Terminator Two. I think Eddie Furlong. His language in that, the way he, I mean, at least that was my first exposure to the tough, like orphan-like type of kid. You know, foster parents. You know, whatever I do, what I want, leave me alone. I mean, obviously, he's not from a post-apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic uh, <laughs> type world. You know, he's just don't don't even say the word. Yeah. <laughs> just skip yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, but that's all, folks. You know, post apocalyptic. Um, I know I get it. I just didn't want to waste my time. Now we wasted five minutes on it. Good job. So but Eddie Furlong, like that's what it kind of reminds me of is like that that tough exterior attitude. But then there's still a longing for some type of connection. And she does that throughout this episode where there are a few times where she gets scared. There are a few times where. Um, she is concerned, but then she still has that tough, like, whatever, you're not going to hurt me type attitude. But then when she starts questioning, oh, are they really going to kill me? You know, it happens a few times. And then there's the whole, I've never been outside of the QZ. You know, what's going to happen to me? Like, she does get scared. Mm. And we see her face to face with the reality of what's around her that's dangerous. And I like that because, it again, it still reminds me of Eddie Furlong where he's tough, he's tough, he's tough. But when he's faced with something he's not used to, he's a child. Right. That's the reality. Hopefully Bella Ramsey doesn't go down the same road as Edward Furlong. You mean in reality? Oh, man. In reality. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Oh, man. It's sad. No, but I I understand. I understand where you're coming from. Especially, like, where you are in life and you being a father. (laughs) I understand those people being upset with the language. However... I'm on Chuck's side. She she is staying true to the character as much as possible. You and for can that, still say alternate words. Hats and off. And still get the same emotion across. You can do that, <clears throat> but I think that there's a difference between deviating some 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 action scenes and some parts of the show that still give into the story, but... There are so many times where we've, all of us, have complained that they have deviated from a character and they've changed the character that you actually lose the essence of that character. Playing the game, when you, when you, when you see her doing this, and I guess there, there might even need to be an essence of having to have played the game to actually connect with this on this part. Because to your Maybe. point, if I hadn't played the game and I was just seeing a 14-year-old swearing the way she does, I'd have a problem with that. Yeah. <clears throat> but... There's a reason why HBO took this on and not Netflix or, <laughs> right. you know, somebody or like AMC. Um, I mean, if AMC wouldn't did, they price, it wouldn't no. fly as well. But she, the this was the, her language in the TV, in the game was a character all on its own and how she handled herself. And if they didn't portray that almost to the T in this TV show, I'm willing to bet that they would have lost 
viewers almost instantaneously because they would change her character drastically. So gamers would it, not be on board with this. They're using it as as a way to to show her quote unquote maturity, um, and or her her longing to be uh, accepted as mature. Because you know, do you she's think a that a fourteen-year-old in a post-apocalyptic world is the same as a fourteen-year-old today? No. Right. I don't. But a fourteen-year-old who's been safe and cozy inside the QZ the entire time. Safe and cozy. Uh, well, <laughs> I wouldn't call. She's, it. she's not dealing with. Every, she's not dealing with everything else outside of that. You know, she hasn't. No, been, she's she just. Hasn't been, she's just dealing with a fascist militant state. That's 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 yeah. safe and cozy. Uh huh. She's held hostage. She's not safe and cozy. <laughs> That's why they're trying to get rid of. It, it's trying to... very confusing to me the way the the relationship between her and what Marlena or whatever. She doesn't Marlene. have. She doesn't have a relationship with her. It seemed like she did because she was talking about how great she was in the second episode. I'm like, you seem like you hated her before. She knew her for like a week. Yeah, but apparently yeah, Marlene like knew her like for like you know years or something. Like I. What do you say? You're my mother or something? Joel like, has a relationship with Marlene. Joel knows Marlene very, very well. But Marlene basically took her from the mil from military police, basically. She was in prison with the military. Marlene took her from that, uh-huh. kept her well, hostage for a bit. while. She got bit, and it was like, oh, you didn't turn? We're keeping you. So right. it, it, yeah. it was kind of like that. Like, yeah. Anyways... So, she wakes up, there a gun pointed at her, they're not all that impressed that she, should, she didn't turn into a monster, but nonetheless, they're still pointing guns at her, she has to pee, she goes off to pee. Joel wants to end this now and immediately go back home, and Tess, yeah, she just wants some answers. So, she gets some answers. The Fireflies, they're working on a cure, they're trying to ship Ellie off somewhere out west. Joel isn't buying any of this because he's heard all this talk about miracle vaccines and cures for 20 years, and he pleads with Tess to just go back home. Tessa puts on the pants and lays down the law, says, no, we're finishing this job and we're collecting what's ours and you're just going to have to deal with it. I love Joel here. If she so much as twitches and then she just starts to twitch like she's making a joke, <laughs> but like it is not the right time to make this kind of a joke. It was, and she it was does tied. it. She does it. She does it very well, too, because she's like, yeah, <laughs> and <clears throat> And and to Tessa's point too, it's like if she does turn on the way, kill her. Yeah. If yeah, she doesn't, course. if she doesn't, then we get her there and we have a payday. We collect. Yeah. Win win. No matter what. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. They open the door. I love no, the. I, I love CGI. the. I love the toss the magazine because she's like, go pee. Toss the magazine. Yeah. Here you go. Rip a couple it's of pages for- out. <laughs> That's, that's what you got. Rough. I also love that they're sitting there and they're eating jerky, but it looks like tree bark. And she pulls yeah. out a chicken sandwich and she <laughs> yes. just puts them out. Like, it's so, it's such a slap well, in well, the te- face to these two. So Tess gets up and she's just like, I, I thought chicken? she was like, can I have chicken? that? Can I have some of that? Like, she seemed like suddenly she's going to switch everything around and be like, give me some of that chicken. <laughs> I love even the small things here because Joel, his hand is shaky and when oh, he's it's pull- all bloody from from punching, punching the, guy. the guy but when he's breaking the, 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 the jerky apart and she's like does it hurt is it broken he goes no it's a hairline Just fracture a hairline. Yeah. but even when he's breaking the jerky apart you can see his hand shaking trembling. and trembling yeah. and this is a testament to just the 
the level of acting that Pedro Pascal puts out. So he is, we have been we have been talking about this man on this podcast now at this point for years. His yes. mannerisms alone in Mandalorian puts him a step above a lot of actors in my book. Absolutely. And this right he here doesn't have to say just a word. further hammers that home. He does not have to say a word to accurately portray Nothing. his emotions nope. and his feelings. It's it's all like it's all right there in the way he moves. And I am super impressed. Like, we, we've watched um, physical comedians, you know, and we've seen some physical acting. But this guy, his, his emotions come out through every single part of his body, right. and it's incredible. He's on a completely different level. I want to see, I wanna see him. Level. As much as I love seeing him in these main character roles in these, you know, nine, ten episode TV shows. I would love to see him break out even more on the big screen. Oh yeah, he was so great I. in Wonder so Woman '84, <laughs> the Wishmaster. I want. I mean, to, to see him break out even more, like on a this kind of level. Did, did you watch? Um, did you did you finally watch the unbearable weight of massive talent? No, I heard he's in that though. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a big part. He, he's he's second to Nicolas Cage. Oh, is he really? Yes. Is he good in it? So they... the the movie is Nicolas Cage phoned it in one hundred percent. Like he went so into Nicolas it thinking Cage. it was one thing, and it, and it was not what he thought it was. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so All right, phoned then. it in, fo- like 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 Wicker Man phoned phoned it in. It, it seems like it seems like everybody was very confused as to what this movie was. And you watch it and you're like, oh, that's not... Like, even I was like, oh, the trailer portrayed it as something different. Like, I didn't expect it to be this. The whole thing is Nicolas Cage is Nicolas Cage. He's the (laughs) actor Nicolas Cage in this movie. And he gets sucked into some stuff. And he, as an actor, has to learn how to use his acting skills to fix the issue. And it's ridiculously horrible, <laughs> but it needs to be watched. And I think we need to talk about this in our next movie. That's what we're doing. That is our next film. It's the okay. terrible weight of massive talent. So is this like a okay. being John Malkovich type movie? It might as well be because, it, you know, it's that fourth wall type of like, it's the reality. He, but yes, yes. Okay. It's so bad. I've been looking for an excuse to watch it, and now I have one. Thank you very much, Lee. You're welcome. I've been been waiting for the excuse to not watch it, and now I have to. (laughs) All right. Never mind the fact that he's now finally a vampire in a movie. They throw the door open, and they go outside onto the streets. And now, listen, this film, this film, this television show was entirely filmed in Canada. But the Ah. CGI work here, they did a really good job of making Boston look like Boston. Yeah. I walk I walk up and down Congress Street every day. This looked almost like it. They even mm. got like oh, I don't know if you've ever been there Lear Chuck, but they even got like when they step out of the like they they <laughs> they have that thing where they step out of a train station and you look dead ahead of you and you have, you know, the courthouse over here and straight ahead you have like this massive parking garage. They even have some They even have something like that just crumbled and I thought it looked really really cool. Mm. Um mm-hmm. They find the hole where the city was bombed, so I guess they eventually got around to bombing everything, which is okay. Great. <laughs> Part of Perfect. it. Perfect. You missed. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Oh my god. I even like the small little 
I even like yep. the small little details that they put in here. They even have like the old school cop cars that they have yeah. back in the late nineties and early two thousands. I <clears> thought that was a really nice touch. That was cool. Was um, it, was there Tess a timeline asks, here? Was there like an actual so time and date? The two thousand three happens in oh three. Okay. All right. That it's twenty twenty three in current day. Okay. Yep, because it, it said 20 years later. Yeah, that makes sense. So it, yes. it started in the 70s. <laughs> no, it did. With the... With the, with the 60s. The, 60s. The, was it the 60s? So it started it in the, the 60s, 60s with the interview. When people were tripping on mushrooms. No, with the interview. <laughs> um, with, <laughs> yeah. It's all about the fun guy, man. Yeah, yeah. Check out the fun guy. <laughs> I didn't... No, it started in the, it, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I didn't even think... About that, that never crossed my mind, and I'm and I'm an old school rock type guy. That should have been like the first thing that came to me, and it didn't. So now I'm really disappointed. Oh my god, hey, that's man. completely what John. That's completely what John Hanna was doing. It's all about the. It's all about the mushrooms, man. That's a hey, completely. Man. You that's watch out for that oh fungus, man. man. Are you sure it was the sixties? It looked like the seventies to me. Well, it, it was, was like 60, a Dick Cabot it, type it, thing, right? It yeah, was, it was, that's it was what I said. Be, it was yeah. a Dick. It was a Dick Cavett knockoff. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And that was Dick Cavett was big in the sixties, right? Yep. So it started I mean, in the sixties. It started yeah. in the sixties. Yeah. Then it fast forwards to two thousand three when his daughter gets killed, well, and then yeah. it's twenty yeah. years later today. Which, yep. I mean, they're they're taking some freedom with the timeline because obviously the game came out years ago. Um, so in the game, it would have been two thousand what seventeen something like that. Yeah, eighteen. Along those lines, sixteen around that time frame, um, but for the TV show, it's today, two thousand twenty-three. So oh. Tess got some more questions. She wants to know exactly how she got bit, and Ellie comes forward with it. Says, "Yeah, I was I snuck into a mall by myself one night, and there was these runners, and they got me, and I was bit, and I didn't know what else to do, and and now I'm here with you people. This is this is fantastic." Mm. So they walk and talk a little bit more. Ellie goes through the city and she, Ellie goes through the city and she's wondering why it's not overrun with infected because of all the stories Hold that on. she heard. Let's take a step back. There was a very key thing that when they that they asked, and I think it was super subtle, but maybe important, and they might bring it up. Um, I might be wrong because I didn't play the game, but I also might be right because they're trying to deviate a little bit. They asked, "Were you with anybody?" And she sort of hesitates when she says, "No, I was alone." I'm wondering if she was with somebody and she doesn't want to talk about it. Because the fact that they asked the question makes me think there's something else there that she's not bringing up. I don't remember if that was in the game or not, to be honest with you. That part's been a while. So Ellie wants to know why the city isn't overrun with the infected. And Tess (laughs) basically tells her, listen, don't (laughs) listen to all the stories that you hear. And Ellie says, so there aren't super infected that explodes fungi spores on you? Which, mm, um, and there aren't other ones with heads split open that see in the dark like bats. And just when she says that, there is a scream, a screech off in the distance. Yeah. And I loved it because I knew exactly what we were getting in this episode. It was amazing. So I'm actually playing the game again and I'm in, I'm actually playing the game and I'm at the point of this episode, which makes me feel like I'm on that's what I'm, the same that, that's, pace. That's what I'm trying to do as well. I don't want to mm-hmm. go too far. I want everything to stay fresh in my mind. Um, they cut through a flooded hotel. Ellie immediately says, oh, my God, I can't swim. And Joel says, don't worry about it, and just jumps into shallow water, which I thought no, was No, really he didn't funny. say don't worry about it. He's like, are you kidding me? 
Yeah. Like, yeah, do you right. not realize you this kidding is me? knee and deep? And he just jumps in. And she's like, how was I supposed to know that? It was awesome. Well, do you think she pianos just float? <laughs> she pretends then that she's checking into the hotel. Ding, ding. I'd like your finest suite, please. Straight out of the game. Every bit of dialogue there is straight out of the game. And she nailed it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I can't. She's growing on me. I'm going to be really honest. And Joel's just like, you're a weird kid. And she goes to, you know, move a cart out of the way. And a skeleton falls, creeping her out. And she falls back. To your point, Lee, she falls back. She's scared of it. But Joel comes yeah. over and helps her to her feet. Right. Yeah. Amazing. So they make it to one of the floors. And Tess has to crawl through a crawl space to get onto the other side of the door to open it. Now, Video this was the trope, first. Which I'm yes. not really upset about. So Yes. And this was the first a, moment. It's. It's the first moment I said, oh, I bet you this is exactly what happened in the game. <laughs> and it cuts to her crawling way. through something to open up a door. I'm like, yeah, this, this feels like a video game to me. And and that's you're all actually, I imagined. You're actually, you're actually Joel that has to, because you're playing the character as Joel, so it's actually you that has to go and do it and leave the two behind. So right, that's, right. It's like whoever but, it is. But still, yeah. same concept. It was straight from the game. Like, oh, great, here's this little side mission. <laughs> And so I, it, it works for what it is. Oh, my God. So that gives Joel and Ellie an opportunity to have a little chat. And they talk about her nice knife and how she learned how to flip it in the circus. Joel is from flip Texas. It. Tess is from Detroit. Joel immediately passes on any other questions regarding him. Ellie asks about the infected and how long they live. Eh, Joel says a couple of months, but most have been wandering around for about 20 years and whatnot. He says sometimes it's hard to kill them knowing that they were people once. And then Ellie asks him about the guy that he killed last night. Was he in fact, blah, blah, blah. Like, she was being snidey about it. But, you know, Tess interrupts this by completing her mission and opening the door. I thought that was yep. really cool. Yep. You know what this conversation reminded on- me of? I, I, I hate to, I, I don't hate to do this, but this, this conversation, just the relationship between Ellie and Joel just brought me back to the conversation in the tree with Alan and the grandkids in <laughs> Jurassic Park. Yeah. He can't stand them. Yeah. Joel doesn't want anything to do with Ellie at this point in time, but it's these small times alone where they have to be there that it actually creates, you know, this relationship that spurs throughout the whole thing. Right. And through this conversation, you see, like, even in Jurassic Park, there's a hesitancy on his part, but he's starting to grow on it. In this scene, you start to see her growing on Joel just a little bit. Right. It's like scarce. There, there's a moment where he <clears throat> but there's like, a moment where he kind mm-hmm. of you see him kind of drop the act for a moment and just kind of go like, okay. So this kid's got And this something. goes back this goes back to my only issue with last week's episode. When they go back to their apartment and it, it, the, the, and Joel falls asleep and Ellie's just kind of sitting there looking out the window when he wakes up and she's going, I've never been this close before. He looks at her in the, in, the, in the television show, and it's just like a blank stare. It's a nothing thing. In the game, he actually drops that facade a little bit more. In that moment, so you're starting to see those seeds planted, he actually yeah. like completely drops everything, and very soft in tone, Joel's like, what do the fireflies want with you? It's, it's like it's the beginning blocks. And it always yeah. gives me chills every time I play through that part because of how impactful it is. Mm. And they didn't do it in the show, and I was like, oh, come on. But they made it up here, and I'll, and I'll get to it later. Anyways, they're looking out 
onto the streets of onto the onto Boston, and they're looking at Faneuil Hall again. They did a great job with Faneuil Hall. I yeah, actually really like the way that they made it look. Big time. And they cut through a museum. Now, this is not a real museum. This museum nope. does not exist. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> They just they just made it. It's basically an amalgamation of every Bostonian museum you can visit when you're on the Freedom Trail. That's basically what this is. They just brought it into one central location, which is yep. fine. They go in. Well, actually, they're 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 looking out, and Ellie makes a remark. Oh, they're all connected. Oh yeah. Tess goes into the whole thing about oh, the yeah, fun because guys they're, in the they're all and it stretches for miles. And if you step on one in one place, they're gonna come running from somewhere else. I, I, I don't like this. I'm gonna be really honest. I do not like this. It's, I kind of like stranger it. Stranger things. I kind of like it. Stranger because, things. Um, I would, I would agree. But I feel like it's, I feel like it's, it's a cross between The Walking Dead and Stranger Things, and I like that. It's not because for There's me, no I'm watching it. I'm like mine. In The Walking Dead, the high mind concept is point. straight out of Stranger Things. I understand that, but it's it's I, very okay. zombie like Walking Dead, and then the hive mind thing. I'm like, I always thought the hive mind thing was a very <clears throat> interesting concept, and they're mixing it, it here and they're adding into it. So, I, but the the shot, the shot that I really liked was one of them. They were all like sleeping or like laying down, yeah. and one rolls over, and in a wave, they all roll over. And it's just like, yeah. you know, it's like the song. And then one rolls over and one falls out. It's a really yeah. cool concept. But it was, it's a really yeah. cool concept. It looked great. And I think it's a great concept. And I, and I understand that as a, as a fan of the game, you're like, I don't like this deviation. But I'm like, as somebody just watching it, I'm like, I don't mind that's, it. And that, I didn't, and, and I didn't say, and I, I have watched all the Stranger Things. And I did not go right to it and say, this is just like Stranger Things. I, I mean, I agree that it is. I see that, that you bring it up. But it was not my first thought. Okay. okay. I think it's a good concept, and I'm happy they did it. And I know that that okay. was a deviation, because I, I watched the little special after the episode where they were talking about how they deviated here. And I'm like, yeah. I'm totally fine with it. Because in the game, Wait a minute. The game I it missed scores. That. If, you finish, if you watch the episode and you finish it, there's like a little yeah, bit they of do these- after. Yeah. I didn't know that. They do yeah. these little mini documentaries after each episode. They actually have an insider podcast mm-hmm. where Neil Druckmann... And uh, one of the other showrunners will sit down and they'll talk with, oh my god, well they'll talk with Troy Baker, the voice actor yep. for Joel from the game. Like the three yeah. of them will sit down and they'll like talk about whatever episode happened. But it's a po- it's in podcast form. Each episode so far has only been like a half an hour, and they they're really insightful. And Neil Druckmann goes into a lot of detail about, yeah, we're gonna change certain things here and there, and Ellie's feeling this way, Joel's feeling that way, blah 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 blah. And this is on YouTube. I just. No, you can find it on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. Like, it's, can you send? It's, it's can you okay. send us the link? I want to. I'll send you a link. Yeah, sure. That'd be um, awesome. But like I was saying, mm. I, I liked I liked the I liked the video game a little bit better. I like the idea of spores. Yeah, it's it's like here's one central location. You you go into you know a clo- a closed off space. There's been a dead in there for a number of years. It's releasing toxins into the air. I like I like that. I I don't know. I don't know. So it's just so because I love Stranger Things as well. I love Stranger Things. I loved all four seasons of Stranger Things, and this is I'm done. I see your no. look. I see you. Okay. Now I'll tell you this: when we're talking about spores in the air, the only thing I think of is the crappening. That's all I think of. It's the trees. It's the air. No, and, and, I, and I go, oh, please, please don't no. do this. Now the hyphae, which is those little strings that are in the mouths, I'm like, that makes sense. 
I like that they're doing that and they have that thing because when you first see that woman in the first episode and I'm like, is that hair or is that like a fungus or something in her mouth? And I like that that, yeah. is, the, that is what's going on. And I'm like, okay, it's that's a, actually really cool. It's a fungus. Yeah. Right. Maybe, you know what? Maybe the hive grown grow. Maybe the hive mind will grow on me. So, I hope not. Go. <laughs> in, <laughs> so they're inside... Of this makeshift, <laughs> non-existent museum, and they're making their way through. They're trying to be as quiet as possible, and you hear the oh, click oh, in the oh, background. The clicker, and they all oh. freeze. They don't. They, they're they're trying so hard not to move. They shush Ellie up when they, she looks like she's gonna do something or whatever, and they hide. And oh, I love the camera work in the show too, because in the first episode. Grandma was freaking out in the wheelchair, out of focus, and I really like that. <clears throat> yeah. Here, there's like a foggy glass pane, and the clicker is on the other side, so you can't exactly make it out. And I really yeah. like that because it's keeping you suspenseful for two different reasons. One, people like Lee, who hasn't played the game and has no idea what's on the other side, and people like me wondering, how are they going to do this? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. How, that was my biggest thought. Is, like? That was my biggest thought as I'm like, because as soon as how you, is this gonna how is this gonna carry well, over? Well, in the game you have the yeah. You, you, yeah. in the game you have what are they called the sleepers or the clickers? No, there's the two. Runners. There's the, run, the runners. runners. There's the runners and the clickers. The runners are your basic zombie yeah. characters. Whatever. The clickers, <laughs> you hear this click. Yeah. And they have this click, and oh. I, I, as soon is as it's like it, a sonar, is that what they? Is that what they're doing? They can't, well, they can't see, so I'm, they can't I, I, see. I yeah. imagine so, so yeah. Yeah. It's right. like a sonar. So yeah. they come into this oh, they come into this dark so room cool. and all of a sudden I hear for the first I hear that clicking and I'm like oh. I got I got like Chills. tingly yeah. excited. <laughs> My yeah. Peter Tingle came and I was like like this I can't wait to I was excited to see it. I was like stoked because I'm like in the I game was so worried. In the game, they're super creepy. I was so nervous, and I was super nervous about this. And they did it, and they and they, for us gamers who saw it, we knew what it was. But they held us off for a while too. That almost they didn't just show it; they let it go for a while, and then you see it come out, and you're like, "Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm super so stoked happy that they did it because I'm gonna repeat myself a little bit, but they gave both audiences something here." And I thought yes. it was, I, I just, yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Go ahead, Lee. I was going to say, I could almost, almost like, I can only imagine how great it would be if they did this for Resident Evil 2. So the only thing I can go back and remember, I'm talking like we go back to what, 96, 97, when Resident mm -hmm. Evil 2 came out on the PlayStation 1. And there's that scene when you're in that hallway and you see that, that carnage looking thing. Yeah, um, you're, you know that shot that I'm talking yes. about when he's in there, like yes. that. That image is instilled in my mind, and I will never lose it. Like, if Resident Evil did something that instilled that same type of fear in that way, I feel like that's what they were trying to do here. Like, do what Resident Evil should have done you know by bringing you know what, that. But you know what to was great? Live action. You know what was great about that? It was just like all of a sudden, the quality in the animation of the game changes to make that thing look amazing right, right. it was it was incredible was, i don't i and i can't think of a game that had done something like that before mm. it's almost like in the wizard of oz where suddenly it's in color 
and you're like, whoa, yeah. you know, like what that's, happened? Yeah, and it's and it's 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 sad because nobody start nobody like crossed that threshold in games. You know, like that was brand new. You know, like how do we bump up this quality? You know, at this portion of the game. And I remember just being petrified. I'm like, I don't want to play this game anymore. Here, you take over. And I handed the controller to my buddy. You know, it like, was, here you go. It was something else. <laughs> it was something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. I know what so, you mean. I'm like, with you. That's the feeling that I'm, 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 you know, I want to see that happen when we're talking about video game, at, right. video game adaptations. When I, played, when I played Last of Us for the first time, I was playing it a lot, like, on my own. In, in the dark, dark. In a dark room. <laughs> and I quickly stopped doing that, to be honest. because oh, I. Yeah. I was freaked out more with this game than I was with watching most movies. Oh yeah. Because you're you're engulfed because you're doing it from Joel's perspective. So you're not watching it behind the fourth wall. Right. Watching this thing happen. You're like you're almost breaking the fourth wall in reverse. Mm-hmm. And it draws you in. So you're there and you're you have to creep slowly and you have to walk slowly and to do this slowly. And then when the creepers <laughs> if, if the clicker does attack you and you lose, it, it's you you see like Arteries and veins getting ripped out of his neck because he's getting bit, and it's yeah. just it is it is awful. Brutal. It's yeah. brutal. It's but they did yeah. such a good job here, and like when they showed it, I I was so like I was on my edge of my seat, nervous. Like okay, here it comes. I knew it was coming. I'm like, because we talked last week. What are the clickers going to look like? Mm. And I'm like, it's, I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. And they kept putting it like. Here it is, and they put it off, and I'm like, here it is, and they put it off, and I'm like, here it is, and then it jumped out at you. I got that same like, whoa, just as if I was playing the game, and I was like, they did a fantastic job giving both, like to your point, Will, giving both audiences exactly what they were looking for without missing a single thing. They yeah. didn't miss anything. That's so you good. get the big reveal, and I will say that the special effects whatever prosthetics they were using and the makeup looked fantastic. Mm. Everything nailed it with, with this clicker. Everything was on point. Even the way this actor was contorting its body was, it was, it was flawless. It was flawless. These, these, these extras so far, the one from the first episode that was tripping all over everything in the diner and did like the the the, the suicide dive over the bar <laughs> counter and just landed into a chair, and now you have this person who's just twisting and contorting their body in ways that I didn't think a human could possibly do. But here it is. It I loved this. This was fantastic. I think they said in that after the after special, whatever. It's like those were like big fans of the game, and. They 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 nailed it. And they're like, okay, you're you're taking this part. And they put him. Well, in you, there. did you hear the last? I didn't even realize this wow. until Lee said it. Did you realize that the lady who plays Marlene in the TV show is the voice of Marlene in the game? Okay. Yeah. That cool. shows. That means that she's you know if she's bought into it that much and she is part of the game. Oh yeah. That means they're gonna do a good well, job. Looks like this. Bo-Katan, um, Katie Sackhoff, right? She she did the voice of. Of um, Bo-Katan in the cartoon, and then she uh, played her in the in the Mandalorian. Right. And I thought I heard that she won't be coming back for the season three, which kind of stinks. Oh wow. Uh, maybe maybe I'm 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 misunderstanding, or maybe she was she was supposed to come back in like Ahsoka, but she's not, or something like that. But I mean, you know, Pedro Pascal right now, the first three months of this year is just like raking it. Oh, in. Oh, dude, he he <laughs> is he is like. 
He is doing right very now. well right now. Doing yep. very well. And, he and I will it. say, he deserves if, you, if you actually take a side-by-side view of Pedro Pascal as Joel in this TV show and you take Joel in the game, they did a great job making him look like Joel yeah. in the video game. Yeah. Like He is yeah. spot on. Spot on. So, we get the fight scene where, and there's another clicker, by the way. We get a fight scene, and they're doing their best to fight this thing off, and they're tripping over things. They're shooting, but they're missing. Do they have really hard heads? They are super hard to kill. Yeah. Yeah, they're really hard to kill. They're really hard to kill. In the game, they even advise, in the game, they even advise you to not use guns. Yeah. They, They want you to use a knife or... You know, even a like a Molotov cocktail or something like that, because th- th- it's just if you use a gun, it's going to call on more because they're going to hear it. Yeah. Um. So doing it the like using a knife and just you know shanking them from behind, you know, you're getting them. I. That brings me into kind of a play me- play a bleh, a play mechanic from the game that they're kind of incorporating in the show that I like, and that's how finite your ammo is. Like mm-hmm. he's resorting to using the 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 axe or the, the yeah. hatchet yeah. as opposed to firing his weapon again. Because yeah. Lee, I'll tell you this right now. You walk into an encounter like it, where you know there's going to be infected that you have to fight or you know there's going to be raiders or whatever. You walk yeah. into a counter stacked. Your, your, both your guns are loaded to the gills and you have enough knives to take on whatever you got to do and everything. And you leave Poor. Empty. You leave like oh, yeah. you leave that encounter like you had a crazy weekend in Vegas, and now you're broke and your house is for foreclosure. Like yep. that's how and if bad it's a, it and is. If they're, and if it's a cli- if it's clickers, and you're only encountering three of them, you'll you you're still everything. you're still you're still left poor. Yeah, you could be stacked still, to the gills and everything. still left poor on three of them. So that's I, how difficult. I love- these things are to kill. I love that yeah. they're kind of. I love that they're kind of bringing that like level of tension in with it as well. Again, because he's using the hatchet instead of firing another bullet. He doesn't want to waste right. it. And I think it's. I think it's really smart. Mo- like most shows, it's like, oh, what are we gonna do? Here's a really big box of ammo that's gonna carry us through the entire. Like, no, that's that's not how this would work. <laughs> this is how this would work, and I I love it. So. Or you can make do like it Walking Dead, where they're like learning how to make their own ammo. <laughs> well, in the yeah, game, pretty much. In the game, you don't just find like boxes of ammo. You find like a five gun bullets. With, you find five <laughs> bullets, <laughs> two bullets, oh, three yeah. bullets. Here's two bullets. Here's it's like in Goldeneye, where you just take whatever's left from the people who died. Yeah. <laughs> here's a here's a here's a piece of tape that I will be able to use with my piece of glass or whatever to make a shiv. Like, or like scissors. I'll with. find scissors and break them apart and half use tape with that. You'll find half a scissor. Great. Perfect. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh my I've God. N- I've never seen a game take in and use so much of your surroundings. Um, now in yeah. the game, these things glow. Yeah. So you, so you know, so you know what you're, what you're looking yeah. for. You're not just like punching walls and saying, hey, "Look, I found a rock." <laughs> there are times where they will actually in the game, you will actually have to open up different d- drawers to, you know, cubbies or dressers and stuff like that. And there's nothing in it. They just put it there to throw you off to make oh, yeah. you check literally yeah. everything. Thanks. Oh yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Naughty Dog. <laughs> Anyways, Naughty Dog from Crash Bandicoot up- to The Last of Us. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, and Uncharted. Oh, okay. That makes so, sense. So they're outside. Tess is uh she's complaining about her ankle, but you know, oh she's she's upset We've about We've got electrical some other tape, things. so we're good. 
Yeah. Um. Oh my God! You're right. It was electrical tape. It was electrical tape. <laughs> You, you know, know what's funny? Like fresh what... electrical tape. It was. What wasn't it used? Didn't you just like kind of take out like this ball of whatever? No, I no, thought he was, had a roll. It was a roll of it. Yeah. But the it cool thing is, is yeah. the sound that it makes that that it made him wrapping up her foot is the exact same sound that you make when you're making a shiv in the game. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm like, I'm like, it's this is like they stole. Insane. They just used the sound effect from making a shiv and they put it with this <laughs> wrapping up this tape. It was perfect. So they're outside, they're up on the roof, Tess is hurt, Ellie crosses a board of wood, which that's a big thing in the game too, you're always getting boards of wood, you're always getting ladders, or you're always getting, you know, pallets for her to... Well, this yeah. is a board of wood hanging, this is a board of wood across <laughs> a ladder that was going across, across the a ladder. Buildings. Oh my god, crosses, and I'm so happy that this line is in there. I forgive it for Joel not having that line <laughs> last week. The two of them are there, and they're staring out into Boston or whatever. And Joel's like, is this everything you hope for? And Ellie just looks at him and says, jury's still out, but you can't deny that view. It's yeah. it's straight line for line. And I, yeah. Yeah. So they make it to the location that they have to be at. Guess what? Everybody's dead. What are we going to do? Tess isn't happy about this at Shocker. all. She frantically begins to <laughs> she frantically begins looking for whatever the next step is going to be. Joel wants to go home. Tess ain't having it. She's not going back. She's staying there. Ellie she's notices her behavior she's and then shaking. just tells, "Oh my she's god, she's infected." Yep. Mm-hmm. She's shaking. She can't like she's all like Oof. she's just all over like she's she can't sit still. She's frantic. She's her, like she's she's just way off, like it's not her, yeah. and I'm surprised. I am surprised that Joel doesn't pick up on it. Yeah, I am surprised that he doesn't. But it's cool that Ellie does. You know, to to the thing though, to your to our conversation last week though of was there something there? Now we'll never know. I think it's pretty explicit that there was something there. Yeah, there Wait, was, there was clearly week, when you watched there. the episode and you saw Tess crawl into bed with Joel and throw her arm around his waist. What did you think? Uh, well, there you go. Are are they together? I I think they're an item. I think a thing. They're a thing. I mean, they're they're a thing, but in in a post apocalyptic world, it's kind of like, well, what else? I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think that's it. I think it's like Dr. Sadler and Alan in the first Jurassic Park where there there's emotion there but they're not official. Hmm. Hmm. I think it's like, you know, two people who just went through some crazy experience and they're in a closet and they're <laughs> <laughs> after he saved her life. And <laughs> not gonna have I cannot wait to get a hundred bucks. I was just you know, two hundred. Two hundred, that's right, two hundred, two hundred. You I read can, my mind, Lee. I was thinking the same thing, but I I can't wait to collect two hundred bucks. I'm I'm so like, do not looking. pass go, Chuck. Dude. Anyways, so she's infected. We got big problems. Then she shows her wound to Joel. Then tells Ellie to take off her bandage. Where she? Oh, I forgot that she got bit inside of the um inside of the museum. I completely got forgot. And she's all just that like, happened. well, if it was anybody, to did get she bit, get I guess bit or just scratched? Oh, she got bit. It was a bite. 
She no, there was bit. just it was a bite. Bit. It's a, it's a complete it was a, it bite was mark a bite. right near the other bite mark. Yeah, it looked like a regular anyway, scratch. And she yeah. Basically, yeah. looks at looks at looks at Ellie's wound. Look at my wound. This thing is already worse. Yeah, goes. Oh my god, this is real. Like she's trying to death. Like this is real, Joel. So you're gonna get her to where she needs to be. So the and big then, thing, the big thing that's really cool here is we see a transformation with Tess. Um, from the first yes. episode, or from the beginning when we first see her to this point. So we feel that she's like hard, tough exterior, I'm here to do what I have to do. But the more she the more she sees what's going on with Ellie, the more she starts to understand, and the more her hope comes out. And it starts to show her true character that she's been shoving away and hiding for a long time. And it's really cool, but then really sad that, you know, this happens to her. And then yeah. it's like, well, that's yeah. the end of that. But it's it's a great passing of the torch type situation where it's like, you have to do this. Shut up and listen to me. You have to do this. I'm telling you now because I don't have much time, and you better do this. Yeah. So, like, yeah. even if he doesn't believe her, it's more of an honor thing, you know, honoring her <laughs> thing that he goes ahead and takes this mission and, you know, goes forward. So, so I wanna, really appreciate wanna... what they did here. So one of the dead wakes up, Joel shoots him in the head, and the fungal network phones home, and all of the runners that we saw back at Faneuil Hall come a running. <laughs> come a running I thought that was cool. I thought that was really cool. I know you don't like it. Okay, but that, I that... liked that. Like the way that they ended it and the way that they tied everything together. I like that. Literally, I like the way that they tied everything <laughs> together. Well, at that point, first, Ellie walks into the building to go find the other people. And then they all go after her. Then inside the building, they step on some of the spores, and that wakes everybody up because they test out. What? What? No. What? No. No. Yes. No. No. The gunshot woke everything up. Yeah, the gunshot... Because you saw, you saw, you saw the, the hyphy. You saw the, um, the hyphy. The hyphy. <laughs> it's, it's called hyphy. What? What's that funny? I, I, I didn't that's know what that you it call, was That's what you call the strands of fungus. Yeah. Anyways, but when, but that's when not what, shoots. but that's not what she's talking about when you step on it and it goes, what she's talking about is yeah. that stuff that's growing on the ground that like he was touching, like he was, yeah, he, he, was goes, it. he goes, it's dry. Right. It's bone dry. Yeah. That's the stuff that when you touch that. A mile away, something's happening. It's yes. fungus. It's all the same thing. It's fungus. It's all yes, right. Okay, fine. So it wasn't that the, was it dead. wasn't the sound of the gunshot. It could have just been. The, it was the, the zombie. This one's dead. Plopping yeah. in the right spot. Yes. Right. Okay. So Tess is going to stay behind. She's going to deal with this problem that they have coming right now. She starts dumping gasoline and ammunition and grenades all over the ground. Joel almost says nothing. Almost just looks at her like what, and she's just like, "You're, you're gonna make everything right. All the crappy things that we did, you're gonna fix all of this, and you're gonna save who you can save." And he drags Ellie out of that room, kicking and screaming the whole way. And as the herd of runners enter the building, Tess frantically attempts to light her Zippo. It ain't happening right now. And then one of them sees her, slowly makes his way over to her, and gives her a lovely smooch. I was actually. Terrified at this point. 
Okay. Not like yeah. scared, scared. I was terrified. Like they actually had me on the edge. I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know she's going to light it, but they did yes. so well that it was like, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? And then he actually kisses her and you see the fungus going into her mouth. And I'm like, Ugh. but <laughs> she's lighting it. And at that moment, you can just see her eyes water up and they're just welling up. And then she closes her eyes and gives it that one last click and it just lights and you see her just drop it. And you're like, yeah. Oh, and you just, at that point, you just know, you know, I'm like, it's done. It, it was so, I was like, I got, like, I was nervous for her. I'm like, she's dead either way because she got bit. But I'm like, I am super nervous for her right now. Is she going to actually, I was actually questioning, is she going to turn it off, light, light it or not? So I was looking at, there's a few things I paid attention to here. Now, one, I'm thinking, they just dropped a bunch of gasoline and grenades. Why didn't she just pull a clip out of a grenade? What if, like, the lighter's not working, grab a grenade. Suspense. Thanks. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. yeah, I get it. I get it. But it's like the zippo's not working. The first thing I would do is frantically grab a grenade. And then you see this one runner, right, that turns and looks at her. <laughs> now I'm thinking two things. One, I I'm thinking he knows she's infected, would be my that's guess. That's where I'm at, too. That's where I'm at, too. Because, and that's why he slowly, like, was the only one who looked at her. Right, and then turned and came towards her slowly, and nobody else did, just him. And he was just like, "Hey, hey, you're pretty cute. I'm gonna give you this hyphy, hyphy." And kiss. she just lets it happen. She lets it happen. Oh. I'm thinking, like, couldn't she just like? I mean, we've watched the other zombie stuff. I mean, like, didn't they do it in The Walking Dead too? Where they covered themselves in dead and like walked through. Was that Walking Dead? Yeah. Or was that like like well, that was five walking, other things? That was Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that she didn't just like, okay, let me go along with this. Grab a grenade, blow it up. No, instead she sits there and she just opens her mouth and she goes, yeah, bring it on. It's it just... It's creepy. It was very creepy. I'm going, oh, uh, why? And when you're seeing her eye go, I'm like, are we going to see her eye like, you know, change and morph into I'm sucked into it and it's not going to work? And then it's like, here we go. Again, I never played the game, so I didn't know what was going to happen here. When it's like, if you've ever had a Zippo and you flicked it six times, it ain't lighting. It ain't lighting. Yeah, you need some lighter fluid. You need lighter fluid. It's not going to go unless she put it upside <laughs> nope. down and made sure the wick got soaked. But she didn't. She just sat there and kept on doing it. She could have just done what John Hanna did in The Mummy. Mummy 2, when they're all like going, oh, he just goes. Imotap. Yeah, he yeah. just becomes. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, yeah. Imotap. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched those in so long. But yeah, seeing him in that first episode, though, I was like, I know. Yeah, I heard you guys. That was that about was perfect. Him. It was perfect. His his quick like, you know, thirty nine seconds of refame, and yeah, okay. But anyway, he was better in that. He was fungus. He was better in that forty seconds, and he was yeah, in man. all three in all three mummy movies. Wow. Was he in all three? So anyways, she gets a I think smooch. So. She finally lights her lighter, drops to the ground, and the big kaboom as Joel and Ellie make it outside to watch said kaboom. Said Credits. Kab Credits. Yep. It is. I just want to say that amazing. this ends 
this ends with a uh, a song a by bang. Uh, composer Gustavo. I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Gustavo Fring. No. No, it's not <laughs> Gustavo Fring. Um, the song choice at the end of this episode Grappa is Palata. a song from the second game, which they're already laying oh, yeah. the groundwork for. No. Anyways, credits. We are done. I, I, I can't. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say they're laying the groundwork for, are you saying for season two is going to be Last of Us 2? Maybe. Probably. They're already doing They're already. I see other things, too, that I'm not talking about. Well, at least give me a hint on that. Uh, we're not going into much. I haven't played no. the second game yet. N- no. Well, he's not saying Play anything. It. We've already talked about him not talking about the future. I'm, I'm, not, ta- not, I'm, going pa- I'm not going past the show. I, I will make comparisons, I, but I'm not going past the show. I just brought it up because I think it's cool because I think it's a really cool song. That's it. That's it. I get that. All I'm asking is, is there plans for a season two based off of the second game? The, 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 I mean, the show has, I mean, the show is nine episodes and it has a hundred million dollar budget. I'm pretty yeah. sure they're going to come back for a second season. This thing, and this thing is already beginning to break records. I think the I question mean, between, is, are, are there going to be a few seasons that take, o- that take place in the first game? Or do we think it's going to be one season per game? This, the, I, I fully expect this season to end with the, the game. ending of the game. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. I'm, I'm in the same boat as that. Okay. That's what I fully expect. But anyways, cool. no. And I only, brought up, I only brought up the song because it's from the second game, and I thought it was a really cool musical choice, especially like what that kind of song revolves around. It's really cool that they use that here. And plus, I, I love both of these soundtracks. They're fantastic. If you like instrumental music, if you like really, really um, moody guitar music, no lyrics, definitely check some of these songs out because they're fantastic. But that's that's it. It's up. The, and the and the music um, in the game is fantastic too. Like it just it's it a, sets yeah. the yes. mood. Even when you're turning the game on and it's just that quiet, almost like acoustic yeah. guitar, and you're just like, it's almost welcoming. And then you get into the game and you're like, not welcoming, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yeah, it, it's. So I will. I will. I will. I will admit this. I have no problem admitting this. Um, my first playthrough of the game. I was emotional. I was emotional my first run through of the game. Oh, there yeah. were parts of the first game where I cried like a baby. Part of that reason why was not just the story, but the soundtrack that went along with it. It mm. it sets a tone, and it just yeah. it, it it works so well together. I, man, yeah. So, to your point, though, anyways. the soundtrack in the game actually matches up better in the game than a. I've seen a lot of movies with their soundtracks like this. It fits yeah. so well. Yeah, it's almost cinematic. Yeah. It's it's it's, it it's better so. than almost better than most cinematic features out there. Um, just and there's no words. It's just instrumental the whole time, and you're just like drawn in. Oh yeah. Um, but there's so many reasons why two years in a row this game won Game of the Year. I mean, it's it's this game is to gaming like Breaking Bad is to TV shows. It's that well done. It's that well yeah. done. So yeah. yeah. So I I rambled on. I think this uh, I think this television show was amazing. First two episodes knocked it out of the park. Can't wait to watch the third episode when 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 that drops on HBO. 
Um, yeah, I'm having a great time with this. I think it's fantastic. I don't have a whole lot of hangups. The whole hive mind thing, I'll get over it simply because of the way that they incorporated it at the end of this episode and how it all tied in. At least they made a tie in. So I'm happy about that. Right. Um, that's it. So, Lee, final thoughts? That's it, man. I'm right there with you. All right. I'm on board. Love it. I'm excited. All right. Guess we'll see you later. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs>